All right, hello everyone. Um, this is Jose from the Football War on the World podcast. Um, normally we don't really start the podcast with me talking about myself with no music, but um, I guess I kind of just want to talk over about why we haven't been recording or podcasting. I guess you could say for the past two weeks or something like that. Around there, it was a good while, but um, my family did come from Mexico, and I am 19 years old and I'm still living with my parents while I go to college. I guess you could say. So. The house did get a little cramped, so it was kind of hard to find a space and time to record the podcast, which I'm really sorry about because there was some really good like football action that I really wanted to talk about during the whole um, two weeks, I guess you could say. But yeah, so I guess that's about it. And then I haven't really been on social media. I decided to cancel out social media for the past couple of weeks because uh, just I, I guess I watched a video on YouTube and it seemed really interesting, so I tried it. And after my one-week trial of it, I did really enjoy it. Um, it just feels a lot different. I don't really want to talk about it. We can just talk about this like a, a different time. If you guys want me to talk about it more, you can just tell Christian on Instagram, Football Around the World podcast page. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. So, if you don't really see Liverpool comments or something like that related to Liverpool on the Football, football Around the World podcast page, um, it's because Christian's running, I guess. So, any like Arsenal pro comments or bashing Arsenal comments is definitely not me it's right Christian but yeah so any Arsenal fans are still listening um stay tuned to this podcast um I guess Christian does have some pretty pretty strong opinions on Arsenal um so yeah that's about it um just I'm sorry with the whole situation about that wasn't really prepared for it it kind of just happened I guess and I like I said I wasn't prepared for it neither was Christian I guess it was more my fault I just couldn't host the podcast in my house i guess so yeah i'm really sorry about that um from now on we'll, we will try to be as consistent as possible with this podcast because i know a lot of people are probably waiting and a lot of people probably ask like where's the podcast and all this and yeah i just i love everyone that listens to the podcast i really appreciate it it keeps us going without you guys we wouldn't be doing anything so yeah i really appreciate it um that's why it's really important to check out the football around the world podcast page yeah so just make sure you check that out and stay tuned for the episode that's about to come up now. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Football Around the World podcast. Um, Line time, no C. What's up, Jose? How's it going? I mean, not too bad. I'm not. I'm not even gonna ask you today. I mean, what, what's the day today? Uh, May sixth, seventh, seventh of May. This when we're recording this. this when was Cinco de Mayo then? Wait, I miss it. Yeah, we did. Oh well. Nobody celebrates that here in the U.S., right? Well, Americans except do. the Mexicans. Mexicans not really, but yeah, Mexicans don't don't really care about that. Um, but anyway, we're here for the football, as you know. Uh, Jose, some pretty interesting stuff over the weekend, right? I'd say so. Yeah, pretty bad weekend for you. What did intriguing? It be? I I had a really bad weekend. Yeah. Overall, I literally I didn't want to, like, I wanted to be done with the whole weekend in general. Mm-hmm. It went by so quick. It was just football every single day. And every single day, I was disappointed. There was never one day where I was actually happy for probably... What about Wednesday? Wednesday? I mean, over the weekend. Oh, okay. Wednesday was a good day. Wednesday, <laughs> that was at Champions League. 3-0. I don't want to talk about that. We can just talk about that at the end. Hey, all I'm saying, oh, Barca is the best team in the world. Who? Barca. Oh, okay, I thought you said Arsenal. No, Arsenal can go in the bin for now. <laughs> we'll talk about them next season. I, I want to be done with Arsenal in general for the rest of the season. Actually, no, that's a lie. I want to see if they actually qualify for that final. Because if they go into the final, 
then I'll be an optimistic Arsenal fan. Maybe the worst way to end the season for them. If, Imagine, they, if they lose uh, Valencia now. Uh, I don't know if they can. What if they did? Uh, they did yeah, <laughs> game they, over. they can go in the bin until next season. <laughs> but uh, we're going to start off in the Premier League, as we usually do. Man City versus Leicester. Manchester City. What a game. Winning 1-0. Close call from City um, against an informed Jamie Vardy, as he's been. He was the Premier League Player of the Month um, for the month of April. Which is pretty interesting. I think he had five goals in four games, mm-hmm. which is pretty good for Vardy. He's back in form. I think he's number five in the top goal score charts with 18 now. The whole team is basically coming back in form. Brendan Rodgers, I mean, Brendan Rodgers gave him a little boost, I guess, because he's, um, I don't know, he's a big figure, I guess, in terms of managers. So mm-hmm. when he came in, obviously the team is going to be boosted in terms of morale. Yeah. Um. But just in general, Leicester have looked better. I think you would, could agree, right? I, I definitely agree. You I mean, said... No, I wasn't a big fan of, like, we were probably going to say Puel when Puel left. Yeah. But the team is slowly looking better, and I'm here for it, so. You said before the game started that this probably would have been Liverpool's only chance to clinch the title if Leicester would have beat them, correct? Well, I mean, Ryan's nothing to mess with Um, after they played pretty good against Arsenal. Yeah. But, yeah, this is, like, I guess the best team they had left, and Man City I mean, got the job done. Lester did not do bad. Let's be honest. Okay, the thing okay. is, I did hear. Okay, because I had to work at 3, 3 p.m. And the game started at 2 p.m., so I caught the first half. Lester did play good first half. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. They played really good. They brought the game to Man City. But according to a friend that I have, Noel, he said that Lester parked the bus in the second half. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why you do that. They, they were playing soaked, good. They kind of soaked in the pressure a little bit. Um, Man City kind of ran circles around them in the mm-hmm. second half a little bit more. Um they had a lot of the possession, but they just couldn't find that end product on mm-hmm. the end of every chance that they have. Like, Sterling shot, shots wide of goal. Bernardo Silva was getting chances. Just all of them were getting blocked or rebounded. Yeah, um, <laughs> he was frustrated first half. Ndidi I saw played that. really well. I like Ndidi. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot where I heard this from, but I heard he was like a poor man's Kante, uh, kind of. <laughs> but I don't know. I think Ndidi's really good. I like him mm-hmm. as a player. Um, but yeah. Man City just could not find the end product. And then the captain himself, who I'm not a big fan of because I think he's super overrated, Vincent Company, he came up huge. He's overrated. Um, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I know, Jose, um, you talked about this already, but you're off of social media for a little bit, so you probably didn't see all the memes. Um, oh, God, there's memes? Yeah. I miss so it. Basically, I don't know if you even heard about it because you're at work, mm-hmm. um, so you didn't watch the game. But during the post-match interviews, they did a... Uh, an interview with Pep Guardiola, and they asked him, what did you think when Vincent Company was lining up for the shot? And he said, in my head, I was thinking, don't shoot, Vinny. No shoot, no shoot. And everyone was telling him not to shoot it. Vincent Company lines up for a banger, puts it top bins, outside swerve on it. It was one of the best goals I've ever seen. I I don't want to see it either, man. For this season, I will say. I don't want to see it, Townsend's goal, I will say, I think is better, but... That is, I think that is in contention for goal this season. And because you haven't see seen it, it, I don't want to see it. You'll have to look it up at some point because it is a banger. But Vincent Company made it 1-0. Um, after that, it was basically game over. City had a lot of the possession, just like I said before. Good and intense game from both sides. It's just, I guess, Leicester didn't really play their cards right. Mm-hmm. Um, they did have a few chances. They just didn't capitalize. I know James Madison had one where he could have played um, Albrighton out wide, but he decided mm-hmm. to go for a shot instead. Shot didn't go that far wide, but 
All Brighton was the better uh, choice, I guess, in that situation. But I know they had a few chances, and um, but uh, City came on top. So 1-0 to the reigning champions. Right now, they sit a point ahead, correct? Correct. Which is very sad. Probably most probably going to be a champion, so... Unless Brian could do something about it. You know, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan coming big again, but... Glenn Murray. Man. Glenn Murray's so underrated. I think he scored his uh, 200th goal in like 500-some <laughs> games. For okay, he, ate a good, he had a nice goal drought. That was his first goal back. Hey, I'm not going to hate on Glenn Murray. That's a good tally. 200 goals for Brighton. That's pretty impressive, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Man City, they're up ahead. One point. Liverpool trailing. What will happen? Man City have to, still have to play uh, Brighton. And then, I don't know who Liverpool played in the last game. Wolves. Wolves? Mm-hmm. That's a good game. No, it's not. Wolves Liver- against the top Liver- six. Liverpool at home, bud. No one I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I see where you're coming from. Um, but we're going to talk about Liverpool then next. Newcastle versus Liverpool at St. James's Park. Pretty interesting game, Jose. Maybe you were a little nervous when you saw the scoreline. I wasn't actually watching because I was with my family. Um, yeah, but I did see the score was 2-140th minute-ish. And I was like... Mm. Yeah, but I did see Van, Van Dyke's first goal was pretty nice. He lost his mark. I don't know if it was more of him losing his mark or the defender just doing a poor job of marking him. It, it was like a little bit of both. It, it kind of both. ran through. It was like... It was a crowd in the box. Mm-hmm. Van Dyke ran around him and kind of separated away from his marker. Mm-hmm. So his marker just... Wasn't really looking very well. I forgot who was marking him. Mm-hmm. And then I did enjoy Salah's goal too. He did score with his right. It was a good finish. I'm not going to lie. It was a good finish. And you hate on him a lot. You say he doesn't have a right. Well, obviously he doesn't have a right mostly. But he did get a nice goal with his right. Hey, it is what it is. I appreciate a good goal when I see it. He put the, I guess, precision on it. Mm-hmm. He put it bottom corner, bottom left. He just made, he just made contact with the ball. The yeah, ball that's what you really have way. to do on those to be yeah. fair. Um, after Trent crossed it in. But then Atsu, before that, the Salah goal to make it 2-1, Atsu did tie it. That was his first goal since, like, 2017 or something like yeah. that, um, I read. So that's pretty interesting. It's good to see him scoring, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rondon Dick. Oh. Did you see... Um, <sighs> Too much power in You that. said you didn't watch the game. Did you catch the highlights at all? I did catch the highlights. Did you see Trent getting away with that handball? Oh, yeah. He's lucky, because if he... If, if let's say they would have called it, it was obvious. Yeah, it was very let's obvious. Say, he hit it with his elbow. If it wasn't a goal... 10 men against Newcastle. Newcastle was nothing to play with this game. Newcastle so. ha- have that like spark in them now. I think mm-hmm. if we would have started the season over... um, Like halfway through the season. Yeah, well, yeah. Once I got Almiron... Like, I'm not saying Almiron was a key factor to this, but like, yes, it was just per, like coincidence, I'm I guess. I'm saying if you push the Premier League start to like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, you'd see Leicester in the top five. You'd mm-hmm. see Newcastle up there. Arsenal would be down there. It'd be a whole completely different thing, but obviously that's not how it works. But it's pretty interesting to see that Newcastle are, were, like, picking up their form. Yeah, but it's also, like, because they don't really have much to play with. Like, you don't play with that fear. Like, yeah. same thing with Huddersfield. Like, Huddersfield's slowly playing better, I guess you could say. But they don't play, they don't have that fear on, on them, like, already oh, get relegated when you're already relegated. Or yeah. last year, they had nothing to play for. Or Newcastle, that's now saved, I guess. But, yeah, I understand. Yeah, Rondon, nice left foot of volley inside the box. No one's uh, stopping that. It's too powerful. Two two, yeah. That was an incredible volley from Rondon. I think I think it was his tenth goal of the season. No, which it was, isn't bad was his tenth. I mean, tenth is like probably the minimum, I guess you could say. For Rondon, for a striker, in the prime. Yeah, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. 
And then that's a lie injury, Jose. What do you think about that? It's pretty big for today, which is Tuesday. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it was sad because he, he was just like on the ground. Just not okay, moving. at first when I saw it, I thought it was a flop. Not going to lie. Because I didn't see any... He wasn't even moving, man. No, I, I didn't see... No, because Salah, like, grabbed his head a little bit, mm-hmm. and then he went down. So I was like, oh, like, oh, he's probably, like, faking it to, like, kill time, you to know? To get a pen or something? Yeah, I don't know, something. There were two-two at the point. Yeah, and then I realized he was actually hurt, and I was like, damn, that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And he was then, on a stretcher, uh, too. The diagnosis or whatever is that he's, like, concussed. He's not going to be able to play against Barcelona in the second leg of the semifinal of, of the Champions League, but he should be available for the last Premier League game. Correct. Philip did uh, say that against Wolves, mm-hmm. so that's not too bad. But it's still he's concussed. Nobody ever wants to see a player injured. Firmino is also not going to be available for that Barca game, so I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Sturridge did start. Sturridge did start um, against Newcastle. Sturridge, what? No good. Did you see this? Did you see the what's it called? I'm not, I'm not gonna say the tapping. He was pretty open against Newcastle. Needed yeah, a shot. Yeah, yeah, that's Sturridge. Man, I don't know. Sturge can do beautiful things, or he, he can do the leave, exact man. opposite. There's you think another, he should leave? There's another team that can use him more more effectively, or that would use his services more. I just I don't think... He's just not good enough for Liverpool, you know? I just don't think he works in that club system. It's just... I don't even think it's that, man. He just... He's on the bench, like... 90% of the time. It's like, when you do get to play, and you mess up like that, it looks really bad on you. I just think there's teams that could use him a lot more effectively. Would you rather have... Uh, Origi start or Surridge? I think Origi's proven that... I don't know, he just puts more effort in. You, you can see he in. wants it a little bit more. Yeah, or Surridge kind of just like, eh, whatever. Because he's I'm younger here. and he, he has like, he has he has that like something to prove. Yeah, he has that like hunger in him. Yeah. But he did get that winner. That yeah. little nicked header on the winner. Really hey, good. who gave the assist? Uh, Shakiri. Yep. The two Shakiri subs? the assist. Hey, I've been saying Shakiri's good. Shakiri has been a like a very underrated signing. Even though he doesn't play much, I think he's Isn't been he a, like underrated signing though. Yeah, an underrated signing because I feel like nobody when you talk about the summer signings, nobody's like, "Oh, Shakiri's been really good for Liverpool," you know? Well, that's because he doesn't play much, so I don't think it's really underrated. I think he's rated perfectly right now. People are just like, "Oh, he's he's something. He's a danger coming off the bench. Put him in." That's what I'm saying. I think he should have got more game time throughout the season. Um, but yeah, Origi did get that. Header. I don't know when I saw the replay and it showed it, it, like it super nicked stumbled. off a little. Yeah, Nick. It looked like it maybe hit his hair, yeah. if anything. Mm-hmm. But it looked more like an own goal to me. But I mean, still goals a goal. I don't think any Liverpool fan really cared. Yeah, at that point, I don't care who's got the yeah, goals. Nobody cares. The goals in three two. You're happy, you know, just as long as you come out with the result. Um, we're gonna talk about Man United versus Huddersfield. Man, you bottled it this game. Um, was their only chance of I guess somehow securing top four. Yeah, but okay. the thing is, the last two games were, like, very, very, very doable. Yeah. Like, looking at these fixtures... Okay, because we play Fantasy Draft, as you know, as you guys probably know already. I, were, I probably lost the league to Christian already. But I did have... I had Bogba and Martial. Yeah. And I was like, man, Huddersfield versus Man U looks tasty. I did get rid of them, though. I'm like, oh, Man U's form is just terrible. And they didn't do anything. I just think... I'm not surprised, I don't know, fair. man. It's just like, Man U's just simply not good enough. I saw this thing on um, on Instagram. It was like, the difference between having a girlfriend and getting married is the same thing as Man U with uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So it's like, the honeymoon period, or like the girlfriend period, I yeah. guess. And then when you get married, 
It's like, and then it's just it just goes downhill. Mm-hmm. Like you're not happy at all. And I guess, I don't know. Do you think it's Ali's fault? I don't think it is. Mourinho's been giving us hints since the very beginning. He said it has to do with the whole structure of the club and all that. It has to do with the board, with the owners, and all the way down to the locker room. Yeah, and he's it's, been giving us hints because he, he doesn't, like, he's already said it. He doesn't, like, it's not his job anymore. He doesn't really want to talk about it. But, yes, he has been giving us hints. And he said in August 2018, I pulled this up, like, today, but he said second with Man U was probably one of his biggest achievements. And that says a lot because that Man U team, I've been saying it, and I will continue to say it. This man won a trouble with Porto. So I'm saying or not with Porto, Inter. Cut that out. This man <laughs> won a treble with Inter. And his one of his biggest accomplishments was coming in second with Man U. Okay, well, look at that Man U team. That's sad. I've been no, saying, saying it, no, and I'm continuing that, to say it. That's very sad for him to put it up there in his biggest achievements in world football as mm-hmm. a manager. Finishing second is, like, a little bit under winning that treble. That's crazy. I've been saying, I will continue to say, this Man U team is simply not good enough. Gary Neville is saying it now, even though that dude was hyping up old Gunnar Solskjaer a while back. Well, Every his, Man U fan was doing it. That's his former teammate, though. You kind of back the back your buddies, you know, to do I, well. I, it's, like, it's just the whole structure. I think Gary Neville talked about it on Sky Sports a it's good amount. It's infectious. It goes down all the way through the club. Just Edward Woodward just needs to go. Or that whole, like, two-person structure they have. I don't know. It's just not good enough. And their goal of this game wasn't even good. It was like a little... It was two errors from Huddersfield. Bakuna kind of bumped it into McTominay. Then Loso, I don't know what he was doing. I, I don't care for Man U, so I didn't watch the game. I just said, I don't care. I'm focused on... I was watching, I was like... I'm focused on Arsenal only, and they disappointed me. So, there was not much to see. People were calling for the old Gunnar Solskjaer sack. Oh yeah, I saw that. Why? It's like... Don't blame the manager now. You guys were literally... Know. It's like Man U fans. The thing is, you gotta think about it. This summer? This is like make or break for Man U now. What Don't do you mean? think so? Do you All think right. OGS can handle this? Like, right now it's gonna be like a complete... I'm not gonna call it complete restructure. But this is probably like... Emery Arsenal restructure. I'm saying... I think he knows what he has in mind. It's just a matter of... If he's gonna get the funds. And if he's gonna have... No, he'll get the funds. Okay. The thing is, what will he sign and who will he sign? I think he has people in mind, but it just depends on whether or not the club agrees with who he's bringing in and uh, who he's like giving the sack to. Yeah, because we heard Mourinho, Mourinho said the same thing. He he wanted to bring in two center backs and he didn't get them. He wanted to bring Kubali in and they, didn't, they said no. So, will he get the funds? I think they will. I think he will. I think now... They got money. I think now... What's this make or break? The, the club, the club owners will finally realize that they need center backs, Chris Smalling and Phil Jones. I mean Lindelof. Lindelof has been a I don't lot think better. that bad though, man. Okay, okay, but Lindelof, he's been so good throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been putting that team on his back. That defense, he's been putting it on his back. And then as of recently, David de Gea has not looked too good. But a lot of people are saying also, you've heard about this, right? David de Gea. Get him out the club. He's trash. I have been saying that. How how long? Okay, like what's his contract left? No, I, I have no clue. If it's what if it's like ends this year, I think it's I, a, I hope I it doesn't. So. That's a fat L for Man U then. I, I don't think so. But um, all I'm saying But Luke Shaw was stepping up too and Luke Shaw I don't know if you saw you probably you didn't see the highlights, did you? No. But Luke Shaw had a horrible mistake. Loso like played the ball across the whole field. Uh huh. 
and it was supposed to go to uh, Mbenza, and it was going like right at Luke Shaw. He like lifted up his foot but completely missed it and got to Mbenza, and Mbenza nutmegged the hair. I don't know. Luke Shaw wasn't looking too bad earlier this season. He's either. contracted. David De Gea is contracted until the 30th of uh, June 2020. <sighs> I say now then. You got to get him out now then. If you want to get any sort of money, but I think that's so disrespectful. He's been he's been their best player for the last like five years. I agree though, but like let's say he runs out that contract, he goes on a free. Yeah, and the hair, like how much money is are we saying he's worth right now? I'm not saying he's the best goal in the world, so okay, but I'm saying he's got he's got Alisson was what seventy. I'm saying he's just he's he's worth as much as Kepa, for sure. Okay, but that's good money, man. You could use it. It is good money. Like, Romero's good. Okay. It's not like Romero's who you, trash. Who do you replace him with, though? Oblak? Okay, I'm serious. I got I got flamed by my friend group, or our friend group before. Romero can handle the job for a year while you find a good goalie. Yes, he can. Okay, okay he can handle the job, but I just think if you're going to replace David Gea, you got to replace him with someone just as good or better. There are only I mean, two, gonna, maybe who's, three. Who's better than Gea? I understand the Gea's going in a bad like, spell right now, who, but who's better? Oblak? Ter Stegen. That's it. Okay, I agree with you right now, but and that's it. What money you you know how much is that's gonna cost? Old block. I don't know how o- much. I think Old Black's contract. Ter Stegen is definitely not leaving for Manu. Oh hell no! There's definitely no, no way you do that. No chance. Career wise, money wise, I don't see the point. In I think Old Black would be their only option if they, they wanted to, but I think the release clause on that is like a hundred million. That's kind of yeah. So we at least a hundred. That's crazy. But yeah, Alexis Sanchez, I've been hearing, they're, they're kind of just, I've been hearing a little rumor that they might just, what's it called, like kill his contract or just pay out. They might the, just release him? Yeah. Why? I mean, it's not worth paying his wages. You could probably put him on for a swap deal. For who? Who's going to want to take Alexis Sanchez? Alexis Sanchez is not bad. It's just, man, you literally don't know how to nah, use him. I don't him. know, man. I think Alexis Sanchez is just done. He's had his chance. You think he's done for football? I mean, I think he's done on a world-class, like, playing for world-class teams. What, you think he's going to China or what? I mean, that's probably his best option. I'd, I'd run to China and get the bag, but I'm not, bag. I'm not professional. I'm just saying. I don't and know. And Pogba, I mean, we're hearing that Pogba should leave or will leave. Who knows about that either? I don't know. People are saying um, the only two options he has are PSG or Real Madrid. Yep, I've been hearing Real. I don't know why Real Madrid would want him. And I don't know. Is I think the, French? I don't know. the only people who are dumb enough to buy him and be like, oh my gosh, our midfield is is world class now because we have Paul Pogba would be PSG. That's only because Rabio Is Rabio still playing anymore? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, pay man. attention to PSG. I PSG's, thought he was going to leave. Did he ever leave? I don't know. That, that was that whole situation of where he wanted to go to Barca. It was like agreed or whatever, and then he never went. So then he wasn't, wasn't playing. Wasn't that said Noah's mom or something like that? I don't know. Something like that. Because she didn't want to go out there or whatever. But, I don't know. Paul Pogba at PSG. Did you also hear Mbappe? What he said? I did not hear about Mbappe. He said, um, he's like, yeah, cool, whatever. Real Madrid, have done. Good luck to them. I'll watch them on the TV. I'm staying at PSG. Oh, gosh. So all the Real Madrid fans that were hyped up about Mbappe getting signed in summer, definitely not, not happening. happening. If anything, I feel like... Either way, for him to get out of PSG, he'd have to force his way. He'd have to pull out, what's it called? What was the West Ham's guy's name? Payet. Payet. He'd have to pull Payet. Payet. I don't know. I think 
if anything, PSG would rather get rid of Neymar than Mbappe. Yeah, there's no way they let him go. Because Mbappe's Mbappe. French, too. There's no way they let him go. But Neymar, I, I could see Neymar way easier than Mbappe. Mbappe's Leaving, for yeah. sure there for... Do you think Neymar should leave? Yeah, I think Neymar should worry more about his injuries than any club he's... Like, who won't... Oh, I'm not going to say it either. Whatever, forget it. Who would want Neymar? Is that what you're about to <laughs> yes. say? Real Madrid. I honestly Why? think Barca would take him back. But I would never take him. Neymar? No. Why? His injuries are just too much. It's it's only been happening since he's been at PSG, though. Yeah, and then, okay, but once it happens once, it's going to happen again and again and again. And then, it's going to happen to Kevin De Bruyne. I'm not trying to wish bad luck on him, but once it happens, like, one bad injury, I company, guess it just keeps happening. Bale. Uh, Messi hasn't been too bad this year. You know, yeah, Messi's um, lately he's been kind of bad. Royce. 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 When when I think of injury-prone players, I think of Marco Royce and Gareth Bale. Yeah, like the wages he's going to demand. Like, I don't know what he's going to pay to PSG right now, but isn't it something crazy? I think it's like like third highest paid. I don't know. Obviously, the top three are, I think, are Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar. Mm -hmm. I think Messi is on the highest wage out of all of them. I'm not sure. I just know Ronaldo is at Juve for more than he was at uh, Real Madrid. So, for me, I'm going to ask you this question real quick. All right. Is this a bad run of events? Or is this a reality check of what Man U is? I know. I kind of know what your answer is, but I kind of want to hear it. All right. All right. What do you think I think? I'm going to say you probably think it's a reality check. Because we've been saying since PSG game. It's been long overdue. That's what I think. I think it's been long overdue. Man United have not been the same team. I I think Sir Alex Ferguson... I don't know if he saw it coming or if it was like at the right time or whatever that he just left. But every coach, you can't have four coaches and have failure with all four coaches that that were, I guess, prestigious in some way. Mm-hmm. Van Gaal, when he was at Barca, he was at like the top of the tree, you know, mm-hmm. he, he was considered, you know, a very good manager. David Moyes, obviously not the same in terms of prestige, but still, he was a he's a decent manager when he was yeah. at Everton, you know? Jose Mourinho has won it all with a lot of clubs. Mm-hmm. One of the best managers that have ever lived. Correct. Could not do it either. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, obviously, <laughs> that's very different. <laughs> that's very different. But, I mean, it, it'll probably end up being the same thing going into next season. If nothing changes in terms of structure within the club, it'll just keep happening happening and then maybe it'll just go downhill mm-hmm. to some point where they'll be fighting mid-table hopefully not because Man U is such a big club you know it has such huge history that you want to see them I no, guess I don't want to see okay well you're a Liverpool fan but I mean you're an Arsenal fan come on well I mean you want to see the good teams do well so you can compete with the very best teams in your league you know you don't yeah, want to you know this wanna... is why I asked you this question though because my question again I'm gonna refer to this again all right this is gonna be like one of the biggest summers ever for this club ever is OGS fit for it to make the right signings? Cause it's now for me. I think it's now or never. I don't. If Manu doesn't get it right or like a certain improve, like where are they gonna finish this season sixth? Yeah. If they don't start like improving slowly, I don't know. Is it gonna stay like this forever or what? No, I don't think so. I think if Ollie makes the right signings in his opinion that he thinks will do well for his system for his team and he gets the rotten eggs out of the club, 
And who are the rotten eggs? And how many are there? I can't tell you. It'll probably be half the dressing room, to be fair. I mean, like, a lot of people are um, talking really bad on Ashley Young. But he's been a pretty good servant to the club, you know? He's been there throughout all of it. He's I don't played. think Ashley Young's the best, but he's the one that wants to play for the team. Yeah, yeah. He, he plays with his heart, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you can tell. He plays for the badge. Mm-hmm. He's been there. He knows how to play. He knows what to do. He gets mm-hmm. played in whatever position he needs to be played. He does not complain about it. Mm-hmm. He does not pout about it. He does not go and and do these, like, I don't know, outrageous things. And, mm-hmm. and it's, he's just, like, he's a good character, I guess, to have at the club in terms of experience. Even if he's benched, he's a good person to have around the club. He yeah. knows the club inside out. He's been there for long enough. Him and Valencia. Valencia is obviously on his way out. Oh, I think it's sad the way they kind of did him. I, I don't know. It, it could go either way. But I just think if they don't get it right this summer... I'd say give it another one, and then maybe... No, no, no. no. This this club can't do another year. Another year like that? No. It's not like Arsenal where, like, I guess this is, like, a transition year. They cannot have a year like this. That's what I'm saying. Manu are too big of a club. That's why, like, you want to see them do well against the big teams because you want to see Mm -hmm. big teams clash, you know? You you don't want to see, like, Man City winning the league for the next five years and being, like, PSG. Like, nobody Mm -hmm. wants to see that. Because in the prestige of um, the Premier League in general, we'll just go down. Everybody goes to the Premier League for what? Aggressiveness um, and just like high, high intense games. High quality. Yeah, high intense. quality games mm-hmm. against every opposition. And if Man U is going to be considered a mid-table team in like the future, nobody's going to want to go to Man U. Because that's what it's turning into. Okay, yeah, and I see what you're saying. I don't know. I just think Man U still have a little bit longer, but I do agree with you, like... It's make or break a little bit this season, except Ole Gunnar Solskjaer still has that winter transfer window as well. So mm-hmm. if he's, something's not going well halfway through the season next year, um, he can maybe switch it up as well because the winter signings sometimes do help, like you said, Almiron at Newcastle. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, I don't know. I think Manu's like, like I said previously, Manu's too big of a club to miss Champions League two years in a row. So That's true. We'll see what happens. I guess 1-1, Manu Huddersfield. Maybe they clinch... Europa again. You never know. <laughs> they can't do that again. Alright, Christian, what game do you want to talk about next then? Uh Chelsea Wofford. Pretty interesting game. Um the Chelsea it was do or die basically for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Um they were displaying their new home jerseys. Did you see them at all? I did not see them. There was a meme. They and dead? it said it looked like um a coach bus seat. It looked really bad. It was basically supposed to symbolize Stanford Bridge. So it just has a bunch of lines all over the kit. Oh, gosh. And everything, I don't know. It, it's a weird design. And then the shorts are plain shorts, which looks kind of stupid with the jersey because there's, like, lines all over the jersey Jesus. for the design of the Stanford Bridge. Mm-hmm. And then it's just plain blue shorts, which I think looks kind of dumb. But I don't know. It was pretty good, I guess, from Chelsea. Pretty even first half. Um, chance for both teams. Pressure was really on Chelsea, like I said, to win the game because they mm-hmm. want to finish in that top four spot. Then Loftus Cheek did make it one zero after a header at the back post. Hazard with an assist, mm-hmm. and then David Luiz with another header uh, to make it two zero off of a Hazard corner. So that put Hazard, I think, on like fifteen assists for the season, sixteen goals, uh, which is pretty good. Pretty good. I think uh, I read a thing where it was like fifty percent of the goals that Chelsea have scored have come through Hazard, whether it's been through goal scoring or assisting, mm-hmm. which shows how reliable or how much they rely. On Hazard. What, what do you think about that? Do you think 
once Hazard leaves, is a game over for Chelsea. I've been hearing that a lot. I've been hearing, oh, I can't imagine Chelsea without... I mean, yeah, Chelsea without Hazard. I don't know. I think... I don't know. He's I gotta, gonna do I well. forgot they signed Pulisic. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting Christian Pulisic signed. Because he's technically a Chelsea player. He's just on loan at Dortmund, mm-hmm. which is stupid. Even though he hasn't really played much. I think he's played, like, what, three, three four games maybe since? Anyway. I think... Is it is it a confirmed ban now? Because I know if it's like on the ropes, how like if they might be able to appeal it and all this. But is it confirmed yet? Because William is old. I have no clue. Pedro's getting as really far as I know, too. it's not confirmed officially that that transfer ban is on Chelsea. Um, but yeah, just to finish Chelsea Chelsea talk, Ewan getting that chip over uh Ben Foster. Good goal. I did see that one. Good goal. And then the commentators were like, "Oh yeah, this is what happens when you give Ewan the service." But he had like two more chances before that where he could have scored. He just kind of choked. That's when he gets one v one service, which is hard service he, to give. But that's Ewan is like, I don't know. It depends. His positioning what, is just off, man. I don't know. It depends what kind saying. of Ewan you get on the day. It's like you either get like full cylinders Ewan, where he'll just he'll do everything, anything and everything, and he'll get a goal or two or three, and then you'll get regular Ewan, Argentinian Ewan. Mm-hmm. The one that plays for Argentina, where he won't really do much. I think it's everyone in Argentina, but you know. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I'm not the fittest man in the world, <laughs> by all means. But Higuain, I don't know. He, he kind of just looks like a tank. I don't know. He kind of just runs around. Like, Wait, you say he's fat? <laughs> I'm not calling I'm, I'm trying to call him fat. I'm just saying, it doesn't, doesn't look... I mean, he did have the nickname Piguain before. Did you hear that one? <laughs> I'm going to start using that one now. But, yeah, I don't know. He just... Positioning is off. He doesn't get into space very quickly. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he does. Because on that breakaway, when he did make that chip, he just made that burst of speed um, behind one of the defenders. And mm-hmm. that's how he got the ball. And so he chipped it over. So sometimes he'll have those ideas where, where he has to make the runs. But overall, he just kind of sits in the middle of, like, the two defenders, the two central defenders. He just kind of does his thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Ewan, but I'm not, like, a hater either. No, I'm not going to hate on him either. I'm just saying. He's, I don't know. He's, he's a, he's a toss-up. Let's say that. Yeah. Anyway, Bournemouth versus Tottenham Hotspurs. Big game as well for Spurs because they were trying to clinch top four. Um, Mark Travers, who was Bournemouth's goalie on the day, made his Premier League debut at only 19 years of age, which is pretty crazy to think about. I don't know what happened to uh, the regular starter. Um, I was gonna ask. So they only have like th- they only have like two starters, kind of. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they were injured or anything, but it was it Boric and uh, Begovic, right? Yeah, I I forgot what team Gun plays for. Right? This is good. I don't know. Yeah, but somewhere around that. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, Mark Travers got his debut start, and then um, he had many good saves in the first half to keep his team level with Spurs. Spurs had like three, four, five chances mm-hmm. uh, where they could have scored. But Travis did make a lot of good saves. There are a lot of acrobatic saves. A lot of, like you say, Ochoa saves. Um, where he's kind of like over extra, the top extra diving. saves. Yeah, like for the cameras where he like jumps up. But he did do really well. Um, Son did get sent off after pushing uh, Lermer to the ground, which was pretty Uncharacteristic funny. Uncharacteristic of Son. Yeah, because you don't really see him like lose his head very much. It's more like, a, like, I feel like it was like, do you remember when Zaha got sent off earlier this year? Uh, no. Well, like, it was basically just like, refresh my mind. 
I don't know, he just pushed someone over or something like that. He was just showing his frustration. I think well, I, I think mean, it's kind of like someone's frustration over throughout the season, just I mean, like getting pushed and tucked think, around. Think about it like this, right? If you're Son and your team had like four chances to go ahead in the first half and it's still 0-0 and you know you need to win this game to clinch top four to clinch Champions League, that kind of gets in your head, you know, and you kind of lose it. And I guess that's maybe what happened to him. And then right after that, fourth. I don't know what he was thinking. He got sent off two minutes being onto the pitch in the second half. Yeah, maybe I'm just like a tough guy or like, but was that a Redworthy son? For son? Yeah. I think so. I mean, it was, it was a little bit of flab, don't you say? Uh, you don't do that though. I know, but. He straight up pushed, okay. It was just unprofessional son to do it, but I'm just saying. On that son one, you could tell he was trying to go in with aggression. It's not like he like, he like kind of pushed him to back away. He pushed him to make him go to the ground. You could tell. You could okay. see it, how hard he was trying to push him. I understand. But I mean, he did make the most out of it. And then fourth was a stupid too. I yeah, yeah. He got a bad touch. He lost the ball. The defender took the ball and then he slid in. Yeah. His studs were way too high up. A little questionable. But I think it was on Brooks. I want to say. It was on Brooks, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty bad. It was a stupid challenge. But they were playing with nine men throughout almost the whole second half. And they still um, attacked, which is surprising for me. I thought I didn't think they were going to attack anymore. I'm like, they're probably just sit it back. But they, they also probably, probably attacked because they, they probably expected Arsenal to win. You know? Yep. And then Nathan Aki breaking Spurs hearts. That's kind of depressing. Getting the winner <laughs> in the final minutes off of a corner. I did see that one long. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Getting the winner in stoppage time. But then, like you said, talking about Arsenal, the team that could possibly put in the bin. Um, they kind of screwed up securing kinda. their top four spot. Kind of. They did screw up getting their top four spot. Mathematically, I know, Jose, when you say... Like, whenever, let's see. Let's whenever. say, if they would have won, would have been uh, 69 instead. Tottenham would have been at 70. Yeah. It basically, yeah. if Spurs would have lost and Arsenal would have won, would have been a good day for an Arsenal fan. Okay, does that mean Chelsea's in? Yeah, Chelsea's in, for sure. Because Arsenal tied, it yeah, secured now. Chelsea's okay. spot in the Champions League. But... Arsenal screwed up their chance because they ended up tying to Brighton 1-1. Matt Ryan with a stellar game. He had a lot of good and big saves against Aubameyang, Mkhitaryan, everyone on the pitch. He was basically, he was like the Matrix. Nothing went past him except for the mm-hmm. first goal, obviously. Um, but a fall in the box on Nacho Monreal. Oh, that was, that flop. was a flop. Flop. I did not think he was going to call that. He deserves that. an Oscar for that. Jeez, I did not think he was going to call that. I saw that and I was like, He's not calling he that, right? He was right there, too. Yeah, the referee saw like it. He was, like, like, he was like doing a little hunch over, just looking, and then he like thought about it for like two seconds, and he just pointed to the spot, and I'm like, what the Yeah, heck? I, th- I thought it was more of a more of a little dive that he gave there. Nevertheless, Oba did convert his chance to make a 1-0 at the Emirates. Um, I guess all the fans were pretty excited. Then Shaka, one of the dumbest plays I've ever seen this well, season. Played, at least he plays, he plays, you can tell he like plays for the club and all that, you know? Like dude, he puts his heart on. I there. was so. Like, I don't. I'm not a fan of Shaka. But dude, he recognized he messed up. He just you like you can't know, do that. You just can't do that. I don't know what goes through his head. I I know. I was looking at the uh, Arsenal page on Instagram. Okay, that's karma though. For what? For the first pen. I was looking. No, oh, that's not karma. That's, that's karma. just Shaka being stupid. That's, that's karma. No, no, it's because he felt bad for Brian. He's like, nah, here you go. He gave him a penalty back. Yep. Yeah. This see this one I'm going to talk about. I was looking at the comments on um, on Instagram, on the Arsenal page, and mm-hmm. there were people saying, like, oh, they should look at Shaka. They should, like, look at his background or whatever to see for match fixing. 
Because they people oh, actually thought he was match fixing. People actually thought he was match fixing. Yes, like get paid money under the table so he could give away a pen or something. Who, who said that? I don't remember. Was, Arsenal fans. Yes, Arsenal fans. Oh, they're Arsenal fans players, are deluded. They're saying players should get checked, background check for match fixing and stuff, which is absolutely stupid. I think I don't know. It I don't was think it was being stupid. It's not match. Yeah, fixing. I literally just think it was Shaka being like one of the dumbest people on the planet at that moment. And he... Surprised people said that. <laughs> I don't know. He was stupid. I don't know why he took out Matt Ritchie like that. It was it was so stupid. He was way past him. He outpaced him and decided to just go in on him. And he gave him a little tug on his jersey too. Like, what an idiot. Why do you do that? Anyway, 1-1. Glenn Murray converted. For some reason, I was hoping somehow for a miracle that Brent Leno stopped it. That Or like he would have stopped it. I had it. a feeling Murray's going to miss it. Nah, I saw Murray and I was like, geez, please tell me it's not going to go in. And then it went in and it was 1-1. And then Arsenal played really bad the whole game, basically, for the okay, most part. Okay, the thing is, after that, I will bring this up. I was watching the game live, um, yeah. surprisingly. I don't know why it was. It was supposed to be a boring game, but, you know, I watched it anyways. But, correct me if I'm wrong. Did okay. Emery make a three-man sub? He did. I think that was very questionable. Even, like, the... The Spanish commentators were, like, questioning it. Because I felt like Arsenal was bound to score. They were, like... No. No, they were going hard, hard, no. hard. They oh, they could have scored. I feel like that three-man no. sub really killed the momentum. Maybe it's just me. No. Let what me subs did you. he make? What subs did he make? This is the dumbest sub. He won't be understood. He took out Lichsteiner. Uh, okay, I understand that one. He took out Mikitarian And he took out Shaka. And he put in Guendouzi... Colasinach and he will be. We got a yellow. I think Guendouzi got a yellow like three minutes in. I don't know. I don't approve Guendouzi playing at all. I think he's too young. I just think he's too inexperienced for the Premier League right now. I mean, yeah, he could be potentially something good maybe in the future. And that's maybe giving him a little bit too much credit, but I think he's just not fit for the Premier League right now. He's 19. I think he's like 19 years old. Man cannot handle it right now, especially because he's been starting. He, I think he has more starts than Ozil this season. Okay, Ozil, come on, man. Ozil's... I don't know. And Iwobi is much more effective on the left. He got put on the right because Kolasinac was on the left. I just... I was not about it. It was 1-1. I don't know. I just wasn't happy. Just me talking about it makes me in a bad mood. Puts me in a bad mood. And I'm all depressed. I feel like trash. Well, you know who is depressed? Who? Cardiff. Cardiff did get relegated. It oh, Cardiff. But okay, they hit the first and the they hit the post in the first forty seconds. That's crazy, yeah. But then, um, they did end up losing. Um, Zaha, who is rumored to go to Arsenal, potentially. <sighs> Dude, I don't know if anybody even wants to go to Arsenal. I think Zaha would be. All right, all right. Zaha would be perfect signing for Arsenal. Let's be real. Listen, I think I heard a thing where it was like Arsenal have maybe forty million for the summer. What can mm-hmm. you buy with forty million? Mm-hmm. Tell me. We need a whole new defense. Get Mustafi out of here. I don't want him anymore. Okay, but man, so- Socrates is, is manageable, though. Let's be honest. Bro, okay, Socrates is not bad. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm all right with Socrates. Koscielny's getting up there in age. He's like, I think he's like 33, 34. He can handle like the job, too. I don't know. I just don't think he can play the full season. Mm-hmm. Monreal, I don't know. He's okay. You can put him in once in a while. Lichtsteiner, I don't know why he signed for the club. I mean, he's on a free, but we still have to pay his wages. Mustafi costs more than $35 million. How do you pay for that kind of player for more than $35 million? I mean, yeah, he was decent at Valencia. I don't sure. understand how he's a pro, man. I'll give him that. 
he was a World Cup winner, but he didn't really play. He never played. He was on the bench for the most part. So I don't. They were probably like, "Oh, you know what? Let's get a World Cup winner, Mustafi." <laughs> no, man cannot play out the back. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's been. Mustafi. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't want to deal with Arsenal. I'm just gonna watch Europa League. If they end up losing against Valencia, I'm done for the season. No more Premier League for me. In terms of Arsenal, I'm not gonna. Be the worst thing possible. For I wouldn't Arsenal, even watch man. the last game. And then Aaron Ramsey. Oh my god, I forgot to. I forgot to talk about this. Aaron Ramsey, man. Trash. Jeez, that man had me tearing up. Someone was cutting oh, onions. Oh, I cringe. Someone, someone was cutting onions. I, I swear. I feel so bad for him, right? Cause like, you, you could tell that man plays with his heart on his sleeve. He works so hard. You could tell he was the only player in that team when he was playing mm-hmm. that gave. Is one hundred percent except for maybe Laka, and Leno. Well, Oba. <laughs> nah, that man sometimes. Okay, L- Leno gives hundred percent, but that dude's still trash. Let's be honest. Oh, what are you talking about? You see what he's doing this game? Okay, okay. He yeah. lost the ball a couple times. Like, what is this guy doing? Okay, yeah, yeah. But I will let's, say, let's be honest though. Leno got robbed for player of the year. Huh? Leno got robbed. Leno, player of the year. How? Bro, he's a good goalie. No. No? You're dumb. All right. All right, go on. Aaron Ramsey, it's a good thing, like, good for him that he's going to Juve now. Like, it's better for his career. I think he's getting paid, like, 400,000 quid a year or something like that. He's chasing the bag and he's going to be in a good team. Not a year, a week, which is incredible. Um, That's only because Arsenal did not want to match his wages and did not want to get rid of Ozil. I feel like it was between Ozil and Ramsey. And I think Emery decided on Ozo, which is on 350k a week. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Aaron Ramsey, I feel bad for him. 11 years at Arsenal, it's pretty incredible. Um, He said it himself. He started at the club as a boy, leaving a man. Good. He's going from playing with Mustafi and Iwobi, playing with Chiellini and Ronaldo. So, Chiellini's racist. All right. That's Benucci. Oh, it's Benucci, my bad. Yeah, don't, don't get your defenders mixed, though. Chiellini. No, it's Chiellini, isn't it? No, it's Benucci. I swear it's Chiellini. B- Benucci is the one that was... I swear was, it's Chiellini. No, no, no. I'll, I'll put money on I it right now. I swear it's Chiellini. Watch, live bet. Bet five bucks. Who is it? Let's see. It's Benucci. I'll put money on it. I hope it's not Benucci. I'm looking at it stupid. Yeah, you are good. I'm not even going to cut this out either, man. I'll, just, I'll, take, I'll take the L. Watch, it's Benucci. Yeah, Finucci. Yep, that's I, right. I, I, I go on. Okay. Um, we got two minutes left till Champions League. So I'm gonna speed run these results real quick. All right, let's get it. West Ham versus Southampton. West Ham winning three zero. Pretty convincing. Southampton has nothing to play for. I didn't really care. Neither does West Ham. I didn't care for this match. You know, whatever. Wolves Fulham. I only cared about this game because fantasy points. But obviously, Doherty did get you assist though. He did get me an assist, so I was happy with that. Chota didn't really. Get me many points. You did get a yellow card. Yeah. Um, Werder Bremen, Dortmund. Oh. Pulisic, nice goal. I'm not going to lie. Really good goal. First goal. Second goal, Bakor Kassani. Probably even better. Good goal. See, see, Jose, listen. This is why I had a bad weekend. I'm saying, man. Every, everything went wrong for you. Even Barca. Yes, literally. Okay, okay. I mean, Barca was a B team. Who cares? Yeah, I don't really blame that Barca team. They won La Liga. But I mean, still, mm-hmm. I wanted to see a result. It's 2-0. Thorman choked against Werder Bremen. I don't know what Berkey was doing. 
Okay, was, the second goal too was terrible defending. Yeah, it was. I don't know who was on the line, like goal line trying to like because he was trying to shield it off so he could go yeah. for a goal. He stole it from him and then he crossed it in a Pisado and Pisado volleyed it in. I think it was Diallo. Maybe. I have no clue. Is Diallo the, who's the one that messed up against Byron? That was Zagadu. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I think it was Diallo this time. But Pulisic didn't have a good game. Um, end of the game, he could have scored potentially. And th- I'm going to ask the question what's next for Dortmund then? Uh, they're basically like the Bundesliga's Liverpool. Next year is our year. Yeah, Dortmund comparing to Liverpool. Come on. <laughs> Next year is our year. I think that's the only thing they can go for. I don't know. I don't know if they're still in the DFP Pokal. I don't even know if that's one yet. I have no clue. Not sure. I don't I know. Bayern's still in it. That's something to look up later. But Bayern did win against Hanover, Jose, right? Correct. 3-1. Robin did make an appearance, which is rare. Hey, he made Robin. An in November. But will Jan Sancho stay, and should he stay? I don't mean. Yeah, I think you should say it because I feel like if another club buys them, it'll be an insane amount. Yeah, sure, Dortmund will get the funds. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he will not get the game time. Or, like, um, I don't know. I feel like that Dortmund system just fits them pretty well. And Lucien Favre is. And will he stay then? I think he will. Okay. I think he will. I don't think, really think he should leave. Like, he, he spiked some interest in the like, middle of the season. I think he has kind of gone now. I think it was 11 goals and 14 assists, which is, I'm not saying he's as good as Hazard, but I'm saying that similar numbers to Hazard, obviously, you know, Worst league, but mm-hmm. still, I mean, it's pretty good for his first, uh, I guess, season as a starter, as Correct. a fresher starter in the mm-hmm. team, which is pretty interesting from the youngster. And then, um, Byron does have 74 points, Dortmund has 70, so basically, it's in their hands now, but they still have to play Leipzig and two, Frankfurt. Two Bundesliga games. Correct. So they just play Leipzig and Frankfurt, which aren't easy games by any means, but if, if they win one of these, it's over then. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. It's also gonna be a big summer for Byron then. Um, I guess same thing as Man U, just that they're already on the up. They already have a signing, you know that, right? Yeah, I know they have a signing, but I'm uh, saying they, they're Lucas, gonna need more though, you know. Lucas Hernandez from mm-hmm. um, Atletico Madrid. I think he's going for like fifty or something like that, like over fifty mil or something like that, mm-hmm. around there basically. Um, I know he can play both left back and center back, so we'll see where he plays. Maybe he'll play at center back because Boateng and Hummels mm-hmm. have been meh this season. Um, and just to quickly run over La Liga, uh, like I said before, that Barca B squad, basically, it was a lot of youngsters. Um, they lost to Celta Vigo, 2-0 away from home. Um, Yago Aspas did get a penalty to make it 2-0, basically. Um, I don't know, they played okay. It, was, it wasn't anything impressive to be like, whoa, I know Arturo Vidal did start. Um, or I know he was in the team, and then Malcolm was in the team. Mm-hmm. Then Jasper Silicin, um was the captain, but he did mess up on the first goal. Uh, but yeah, basically 2-0. Real Madrid won 3-2 against Villarreal. Uh, it was a little back and forth. Brahim Diaz did get some minutes. So it was pretty interesting to see him. He didn't do too bad. Um, Espanyol beating Atletico de Madrid 3-0. That's embarrassing. Another team from Barcelona bettering Atletico Madrid. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. Getafe, Valencia, and Sevilla. Um, I've talked about this before in like the last few podcasts that we've done, which is a while ago. Um, but Getafe, Valencia, and Sevilla have secured um, their spots in Europe. We just have to see who will finish in the Champions League and who will finish in the Europa League um, group stage. And then who will finish for that playoff spot in the Europa League, which is pretty important. It can, it can still fluctuate between them. Um, so we'll see. Getafe and Valencia won their games on the weekend, but Sevilla failed to keep up with Getafe to keep even points with them. Um, Getafe sits 4th, Valencia 5th, Sevilla 
um, Titan points with Valencia for six on 55. Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting. So we'll see how it goes with La Liga. I think they still have uh, two, two, three games left. I don't know, something like that. Around those longs. And then Syria, Juventus, and Napoli have already secured their spots in Champions League. Obviously, it's basically... It was, it was basically a dumb deal like a month ago. Yeah. Um, the race for Europe is between Inter, At- Atalanta, Milan, Roma, uh, but Torino and Lazio could still slip into the equation with uh, three Serie A games left in the season. There's some points separating between them. So we could see two of those teams slip out. I don't know. We'll see. Serie A, I don't know. It's not my cup of tea, but the no, Europe... We'll, we'll still talk about it sometime, yeah. I guess. The European race, I guess you could say, is still on, so you never know. The Champions League are or the champions of that league are decided, but Europe is still important for those teams. And then Champions League, which is today, it already started four yeah. minutes ago. Liverpool versus Barca. It is at Anfield. As far as Coutinho going back home, what do you think, Jose? No Salah, no. Roberto no Salah, Torino. no Bobby. I just, I just hope they don't lose the. The home record, I guess. I mean, I'm already over the loss, I guess. Do you think they can come back still or no? It's, be honest. Don't it, don't it, be delusional. It, it, be it's honest. so like, imp- I'm not gonna say it's impossible. It's pretty damn near impossible. But anything can happen if Roma hey. did it at home. Who Liverpool it was, can't it do it of, at Anfield? Maybe it could be one of those nights at Anfield. One of the Anfield nights. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. But. We'll see how it goes. I'll update you on the stories on our Instagram. But then on Wednesday, tomorrow, which is when this podcast will actually be up, mm-hmm. it'll be Ajax versus Spurs in Amsterdam. What do you make of that? I mean, someone's going to be back, but like... I don't know how long Sun played. Do you think Yorente should start? How long did Sun play for against, what's it called? Against Bournemouth. Do you know? I think it was up until almost halftime. I want to say it was like, I like 43rd, something yeah, 40 around, there. Minutes around there. But like, that means he's been without, a, he's missed two games then I guess, kind of. Yeah. Because he only put a half. But, I think Jorante should start. Jorante played really good against Ajax. A lot of people would disagree uh, with you, Jose. You know, he played, he played good service-wise. He played good, like, not for his position. Like, when you expect Jorante, you, you expect like a... Target striker man. like a Iguain, I guess you could say like a really okay I mean like it's just like, like someone to head like a the ball target on. man I guess yeah you yeah say. that's what I said but yeah I just he did service good wise but like I don't know we'll see we'll see if Sun's a difference it's gonna depend on Sun a lot so that's we'll something interesting to talk about we'll see what happens um maybe maybe I'll just update the Instagram stories every once in a while but uh yeah we'll see. We'll see what happens, Jose. Barca, Liverpool, that's the game that's on my mind right now. Messi, maybe another Messi magic night. Oh, cringe. You never know. Van Dyke is going to get put in the bin. Oh, we never got put in the bin. I don't no, know. I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll see what happens, though. Liverpool, Liverpool's not a team to be reckoned with, you know? What if they come back, dude? If they come back, I cry. Okay, if they, okay. how about we do this bet? If they come back, you have to shave off your head. Go bald. <sighs> Bald? Yes. No, not bald. I can't do bald. Okay, just go like, what's a buzz cut? Alright, what about you? I don't lose anything. Come on, man. What's the chance of this happening? Alright, what if they... Okay, okay, okay. No, what's the chance of this happening? I don't okay. lose anything. No, no, no. If Barca score five. Today? Yes. What do I have to do? 
you shave your head too. Oh hell no, I ain't doing yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, they have they have, a, they have a better chance of scoring five than Liverpool coming back. Come what on. What do you mean? It's with Sha- Shakiri starting right now. What about that Anfield night that you were talking okay, about? Okay, but like it, that Anfield night's gonna be. It's gonna be like a miracle. Yeah, like a Christmas you're, miracle. You're doubting your team. That's not, I'm not good. Doubting. I'm just being realistic. We don't have Salah or Bobby. Yeah, that's true. I guess. All right. All right so shake on or what? Nah, no, because I need you to do something if you lose too. I can't uh, just go back. It's, it's not a one-way bet. That's not how it works. Anyway, please follow our Instagram if you would like to. It's at Football Around the World Podcast on Instagram. DM us. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you're liking. Um, Friday podcast, we're going to be talking about UCL and just all that. We're going to be covering... Uh, all the upcoming games over the weekend that you should be watching, paying attention to, um, as well as, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think so, right? Yeah, sounds about it. So, yeah, we'll be covering UCL basically for the most part. Maybe you'll see a happy Jose, or you'll see <laughs> Maybe. a very, very happy Christian. We'll see, though. Stay tuned. We'll see you on Friday.